Hey, what up, guys? It's Julie Van Spleek here. On today's show, we got Canadian rap star The Hunt. The Hunt, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. How's everybody doing? Good, good, good. It's good to hear from you. It's like, I can't, you know what? I can't get, I can't wait to get into your music because honestly, The Rain, that, that song, a1, yeah. A1. It's one of those bangers that you, it's a banger. It can go in the club. It can go when you're driving down the street. It's a straight banger. So I can't wait to get to that with you. So for the people that don't know too much about who you are, how old are you and where are you from in particular? I am 22 years old. 90s babies all day. Hey, 90s babies. Yeah. And uh, I'm from Toronto, Canada. Shout out Toronto. Yeah, grew up in a couple of the cities around Toronto, Oakville, Mississauga, Brampton. If you know a couple people from those cities. Uh, Party Next Door is from Mississauga. Oh, wow. If you know that name. Party Next Door, um, shout out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Toronto's got... We got too much talent coming out of Toronto. Serious fire, Toronto. Toronto, you guys are taking over on a different scale. Like, all on, I mean, like, every realm. It's crazy right now because usually when you think of Canada, like, for most Americans or anybody worldwide, you think hockey. That's my, yeah. my, my thing. I'm like, you guys are great at hockey. But you don't yeah. really think too much about music, but it's very appreciated. You guys are knocking down the charts like insane. And I love yeah. it. I love to see that sort of global phenomenon with hip-hop, rap, and pop coming from all different parts of the world. It's nice to see somebody else not American-dominating. It gives us somebody else a chance. <laughs> yeah. And we do range from a bunch of different genres. Exactly. Like you said, we got people like Bieber. Right. Shout out Bieber. Killing it. And we got sort of underground guys like Nav, myself, right? right? Different dudes who have a completely different sound, but all from the same whatever like 30 miles from each other it's right. pretty crazy definitely shout out Toronto one more time if y'all didn't hear me so real quick where did the name The Hunt come from um so back in the day when I was I didn't take rap series at the first and I was just posting like different freestyles and like beats and stuff I was just going by my name Hunter that oh. was my government name <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine he actually it was one of the first people to encourage me to do this. He and he was a big supporter, but he told me he's like, Your raps are dope, but your name is garbage. You gotta <laughs> We have to add some swag to it, add some right. style to it. So he's like, How about the hunt? Definitely. Like, wow, that's amazing. I had I, I just never even thought of at the time doing anything other than my name. Right. So when he suggested that, it just clicked, and everybody, everybody else started rocking with me a little bit more after that. Yeah, because it sounds like something killer. Like you're gonna murder somebody in a rap battle right off the bat. Like it sounds crazy. And like the hunt. I'm like, oh, I would yeah. never want to go up against him in a rap battle. <laughs> yeah. It sounds a lot better than Hunter too. It just. It just sounds better for hip-hop. Right, right. Hey, listen, better than uh, saying, I guess, for, for Drake, Aubrey. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Exactly. So, um, growing up in Toronto, we obviously we mentioned a lot that you're from Canada, but what was that like for you and then loving, like, loving and getting into the hip-hop game? So, what is that like for you? Um, growing up, I didn't listen to hip-hop at all. Mm. Um, my parents... Like, my mom is a strictly gospel oh, wow. band, and my dad is strictly 80s. Mm. So, my entire childhood, until, like, high school, it was Jesus and Madonna. <laughs> I love and it. <laughs> that's it. That was my entire childhood. So, 
once I hit high school, mm-hmm. I saw a. Do you remember the song called "My Life" by Game and Wayne? Yes, I do. I remember a friend of mine showed me that, and I remember looking at it and I thought, I don't know what this is, but I want to be that tatted up dude. Wow. And, and I like, in terms of me when I was younger, I don't think. I don't think I appreciated my parents until I got older. Um, right, like now that I'm actually 20 and people mm-hmm. my age are having kids, right. I, that that's popping into my head a little bit. Mm-hmm. I go like all of the risk that they took for me, um, and I didn't. I don't think I appreciated how much you know family and friends like kept me under their wing. Right. But like shit could have popped off at any time. Right. Right. And so I'm. I'm a lot more appreciative now mm-hmm. for the people who looked out for me and took care of me, even when, you know, some family members and some friends don't take care of people as they right. should. But I'm very thankful for for the ones who helped me be where I am today. Not just in music, but also in, in just regular family life. Shout out to your family and your friends that held you down your day ones, by the way. Who's uh, somebody that, since we're talking a little bit about the game and uh, Wayne, who, besides the uh, besides those rappers, who else in, who, who truly in, influenced the hunt? Um, I mean, there are a lot of people who inspired me, but it's not just with music. Like, mm-hmm. I'm inspired by anybody who puts their entire heart into their craft, mm-hmm. whether that's, like, sports, politics, mm-hmm business movies right so like we have a, a great prime minister up here in canada Shout out uh, to him. yeah i always support our prime minister um the movies that i like are movies like goodfellas uh, oh, godfather scarface yeah um a lot of movies that talk about really going from nothing to being everything that they dreamed of and more right um so movies like that always inspire me in terms of business wise i like guys like mark cuban steve jobs diddy Mm. um heavy hitters yeah most definitely guys who are influential and so groundbreaking in Mm. their respective areas um in terms of sports i mean steph's my dude so i'll always uh i'll always shoot for him yeah Steph Curry with the shot boy <laughs> yeah he's my dude for those of you who don't know Steph's dad actually played for Toronto right the Raptors back in like yeah back in like 2000 and during that time mm-hmm. Steph actually came to my school mm-hmm. and my dad was his coach wow so we we my family and the Curry family have been hanging out for like 15 years wow shout out Steph been, Curry yeah and I mean We've we've been doing like family barbecues and like mm. parties and shit like that, and he's he's always stayed the same. Mm. He's he's grown and matured, but there's just he has a very strong core and a foundation that his parents really put in him um, that has never changed at all. That's admirable. And be, yeah, and being being around him, you get to meet some some jerks. Mm. Like not like you'll come across people who really think. Like they're better than you, but Steph, yeah, that's a, that comes with yeah. the territory, right? <laughs> yeah, Steph has never, never once showed that not not to us, but to anybody. Mm. Like Steph will treat Steph will treat us the way he treats, you know, whether it's like the doorman mm. or 
anybody, his security guard, he's always just super respectful and super down to earth with everybody. That's amazing to hear and really encouraging because like you said, you come around, a, you come across a lot of jerks and to yeah. hear that he's like, you see the persona, persona on TV and you're like, wow, he seems like a really great guy. But to hear somebody that personally knows Steph Curry say, oh my God, he's really a great guy is really encouraging. So it definitely takes a lot off of, you know, celebrity in a way that all celebrities are not jerks there are some people that are still humble and still down to earth so that's really great to hear yeah definitely definitely so just to switch it back up a little bit just from your your influences all right so drake he has made a huge impact on the hip-hop game obviously with those two releases this weekend's bananas He's ushered in a full-blown new generation that has been inspired by him one way or the other. So being with that, what we just talked about, Steph Curry, he's an inspiration to you. Your prime minister is an inspiration to you. How do you feel like you could be an inspiration to others the way that Drake and Steph Curry and the prime minister and Mark Cuban and Steve Jobs has been to many other people? My, my message has always been to persevere through hard times and hopefully that comes through in music right um yes it's good to celebrate the good times but you have to but you need to appreciate being on podcasts like this right you need to appreciate you need to appreciate being at small venues Mm. with 20 people so that once you get to whatever a stage with 20,000 people you can mm. think back to, wow, I remember when I had 10 people show up mm. or I remember doing this podcast, you know, right. like things like that. So a lot of it is just about growth and, you know, growing in the right direction. Definitely. You got some great people around you. You sound like an amazing young man that's definitely going to make his mark just beyond music and, you know, and beyond rap. But you're going to make your mark overall. And that's, I think, with this generation, especially in these times right now, with a lot of tragedies happening inside rap with these young kids, they need to hear this. So if you didn't hear what he just said, it's all about growth and appreciating what you have right now so that you can appreciate everything later. Shout out to The Hunt right now for giving some inspirational quotes. He's in the building. <laughs> some Instagram caption. Right, exactly. Some, but you need that right now in these times. It's rough. It's real rough. So um, being like I talked about Drake, just to bring it back a little bit, because he is the number one guy right now. It's nothing you can deny. This guy is bringing the heat, not just because he's Canadian, but because he's Drake. What do you think you could do to bring rap, the rap and hip-hop game to the next level, to go beyond what he's already set the bar at? Because, honestly, you're nice. I want to see yeah. what you, where you could take it now. I mean, I'll, I'll debate that Drake is not the best with you. Oh, but you don't think like, he's the top guy right now? I mean, being, being like from Toronto, mm-hmm. I can tell you that... Even somebody like The Weeknd mm-hmm. shuts it down a little bit more. Yeah, he can draw a crazy crowd. Like he, like I'm, I, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying Drake is garbage or anything. Right, right, right. I, just, I, I just I don't think I don't think people maybe ride with him as much anymore. Just because of the whole like past like three years, mm-hmm. everything changed. His entire career had he's had to change right 
he doesn't he doesn't really rap anymore. And even when he does, it's not the same. Right. We're not we're not gonna get Stay Scheming Drake. Mm. We're, we're not gonna get Headlines Drake ever again. No more ransom. That's actually one no. of my favorite songs from Drake. Ransom was hard. <laughs> exactly, but it's it's different now because mm. for hip hop, it's there's a lot of personal story that we expect mm. from artists. We expect we don't expect you to be killing everybody we mm-hmm. don't expect everybody to be doing that shit we mm-hmm. just expect you to tell your story right so even when you have people like kanye and dr dre who at least announced hey i'm not writing stuff mm-hmm. that that's it we at least know okay right. not. i think it was a big deal because people perceived it as it's always been him but right. now that we know it's not mm-hmm. he's he's had to switch into the hotline bling into the one dance kind of vibe right right the pops the pop stuff yeah because they don't they don't really care as much right and they don't know exactly that's another that's just another thing too from toronto we don't really talk with all all the patois that drake puts in there (laughs) like we're not we're not not all of us are saying cock up your bomba like we're not saying that (laughs) Definitely. We might say, yeah, we might say still or true or mm. things like that, but we're not. You can hear me talking right now. We're not. We're, I'm, I'm not dropping. Yeah. You sound I'm like you're actually from New out. York, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you got that New York swag, by the way. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Definitely a little bit. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but in terms of what you you asked, what I can contribute, what right. I, can, I think. What we're seeing a lot in these days is we're seeing some people stand up for themselves and what mm-hmm. they believe in, right? So you have Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. Me Too, right? A lot of these movements mm-hmm. that are speaking up about tragedy, mm-hmm. um, and not that, not that I can, not that I'm, not that I can necessarily connect myself mm-hmm. into those groups but I can support them right. I can encourage people to be better from the outside right right and I think that's important too is just because you're not maybe because you don't look like the people in the group or you haven't experienced what they experience doesn't mm-hmm. mean you can't still say that I appreciate you speaking out for your for your struggles and what you've been through Definitely. And I think that's some that's something that just a lot of white people don't get yeah. it's just like Okay, yeah, you're not black. That doesn't mean you can't say fuck racism. Right. There's something we can all definitely contribute to ending any sort of uh, any sort of oppression of yeah, prejudice or oppression of any form. We can all contribute if we all one by one, obviously, you know, just stick together and just understand that we're all human at the end of the day. There's only really one race and that's the human race. So Right. So it's it's yeah, I definitely I definitely see where you're where you're coming from and really do appreciate that for sure. Yeah. And I like that you're saying that you're gonna take things to the next level by contributing to these movements one way or the other. You don't hear most people come out and say something like that or really just get behind that unless there's like some some weird agenda, but you sound like you're very genuine about what you're you're talking about and what you can do to contribute. So definitely appreciate that. 
you don't see those ninja stars doing that at all they're like i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) you know what i mean just because yeah like music music's cool i i enjoy what i do it's a way to provide for myself Mm -hmm. and you know like i got i had a homie who he wanted to make beats but didn't have any uh equipment so i I bought him a keyboard Mm. you know just for i'm able to help him he he makes me beats now right so there's a clear there's a clear value there what we do but at the end of the day this this doesn't come close to any any sort of real social impact me me and my my one song is nowhere near the impact that you know that these huge movements these nationwide movements can have right so that's that that would if all i've done at the end of my life is just be known as a good rapper then mm. I've, I've failed i want to be more than that yeah. i think you you might inspire someone to even pay it forward just just hearing what you said about what you did for your friend and you know yeah. him making now look at what he's doing it's come full circle so it's definitely something to admire that you're doing this and I wish more people would pay it forward and just continue to invest in people so that those people can invest in more people so this is really awesome to hear from you mm-hmm. so let's let's since we're talking about your friend producing and making beats for you the rain what was the development behind that the Production and the writing process for that song in particular because you have two singles out right now and the rain was something that you just released let's talk a little bit yeah. about that because that's a kind of a, a kind of a putt gunch the a, a, a gut punch type of a song it's like it's like oh man it's just fire <laughs> yeah um so yeah rain was actually produced uh not by the guy that i gave the keyboard to mm-hmm. he's done he's doing some other stuff for um the rain was produced by uh, omido omido beats for people mm-hmm. who know who that is he's a big youtube guy he does a lot of uh type beats you know mm-hmm. those are type beats you type That's in whatever like you uh, if you go on youtube and you type in whatever joey okay. badass type beats oh, okay okay yeah people who have made beats specifically for a joey badass sound. right and it or, or whoever or Kanye sound. So it he, he's big, he's a big type producer Perfect. for people awesome. people who who need beats feel to check him out. Omido beats. Um, but yeah, Shout I got Omido. that from him. I got him got him to do that for me. Mm. And it just there was one night where I couldn't sleep for some reason. It was like 4 a.m. and I just I couldn't sleep at all. And so. I literally just pulled up the instrumental and just wrote to it right there. And I feel like that's that's where a lot of that's where a lot of inspiration comes from in the middle of the night or right when you're about to sleep. Mm-hmm. Right because it's it's right near the cusp of of when you're dreaming. Right. And I've heard that I've heard that a lot of people either write as soon as they wake up or right before they go to bed because right. it's the closest it's the it's the most imaginative that you can be. Is right there before you fall asleep. Mm, that's deep. Yeah, and the uh, the artwork was done by I mentioned Nav earlier. Nav's right. graphic designer. He designed the cover art for that. He did a great job. Wow! Shout out Nav. Shout yeah. out Nav. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you're definitely a lot deeper than uh, 
I guess most <laughs> artists would be no seriously it's like it's insane that when you have these conversations and you genuinely get to know the artist you're like oh my gosh your mind is beautiful for sure so shout out to you for ex- fully breaking down the the uh, process behind that song so what influenced Rain lyrically for you like what how did that all happen besides you know being at that cusp for um sleeping and getting the most creative moments out of that what before that got our finished product lyrically um i actually i heard this phrase written about me in like a in like another vlog somewhere they said that my sound is a combination of hustle and heartbreak mm. and i like that i like just the the wordplay on that so that's what i stick with anytime somebody asks me what what my influence is or what i choose to write about but hustle and heartbreak is something that i like to be the theme in my in my music all about you know working through your highs and lows mm. appreciating bad times so that you can celebrate good times right. and again as i said before all about growth moving in the right direction being where you want to be and where i want to be is not famous right. like fame is not i want to be successful right like if you want to be famous go do something terrible <laughs> yeah like, seriously go go kill somebody everyone will know who you are mm. everyone knows hitler everyone right. knows charles manson yeah. right they didn't do they didn't contribute something good right right so i'm able to do what i love take care of myself and the people around me mm. by telling uh, my highs and lows but my goal is just to be successful in this so mm. that i can continue to help other people around me. Oh, it's not man. to it's not to date a kardashian it's not <laughs> i like that <laughs> like that's just stupid right right <laughs> not to date a kardashian if you want to do that go be tristan thomas or whoever is yeah. dating one of them at the moment that is for sure i love that answer that is beautiful so real quick name your top five favorite rappers past present uh future who you see coming anybody that you feel has got that heat or had that heat before some sort of retirement like we're just talking dead or alive dead or alive um anytime i do this people don't like my answers i have <laughs> i have them i wrote these down because i i thought you might talk about it yeah. but i just I, no one ever likes my answers, but here we go. Here we go. Um, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Like I said before, he was the main guy. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. Meek Mill. Okay. 50 Cent. I gotta go with that, too. And Future. Huh. See, I don't, I don't, I don't think your answers are bad. I could definitely see why you like all those guys. You know what's crazy, too? Meek Mill, I feel like, is the best comparison for, uh, he's like hustle and heartbreak as well. You can, between the two of you, when you said that, I was like, that doesn't actually shock me. You hear yeah. your stories in your song and you can relate because the one the one thing that clicked for me with the rain was, yo, I'm out here grinding and I, I can relate with this guy, so I gotta pump this every day to get ready for the day, to get ready to go do whatever it is I gotta go tackle and just get through it, get my mind right. So those are types of songs, like I always play Meek Mill every day as well. Just having yeah. those types of songs to get you in the right mind frame to get your day done is perfect. So I totally understand your uh, your uh, your top five. So it's not a bad not a bad thing. Anybody that's hating, shut up. <laughs> Go sit down, <laughs> figure it out. Yeah. What's your favorite favorite top five? <laughs> and I mean, I mean, 
mean, for me, like, I didn't, I heard my first rap song when I was 14, mm. right? And I was born in 95. So I didn't, I didn't start listening to rap until 2009. Wow. Right? So, yes, I've done my homework with guys like Big Pun, right. Big L, NWA, all, all the old school greats. But in terms of who I regularly listen to, right. it, make, it makes sense that I listen to people from the last 10 years. Exactly. That's all of, that's what I've grown up with. I haven't, I didn't grow up listening to, you know, Nas. Mm. Not to disrespect him, right, I right. just didn't, that's not my time. Right. I, I didn't grow up listening to Big Daddy Kane. Ooh. Right? Just because that's not, right. that's not my era. You know I've what? Most people homework. can't even say, can't even name these old school rappers, you know. No offense to, uh to Lonzo Ball or anything shout out to him he's doing really great right now the youngins can't even tell you a Nas song but the fact that you can you can even tell us knock him off right off the list is impressive already and it's a testament to what you're about to do so shout out to you and shout out to Nas uh, Big Pun and L and everybody shout out to all of them you are t- you're, you're definitely light years ahead of most uh, rappers today because I guarantee you they can't tell you all that <laughs> That's for sure. I don't sure. pop Zans, man. I don't pop Zans, man. That's why I'm good. Hey, listen. He don't pop no Zans. He just popped them bands. See what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So this is the favorite part of the show for me where we break it a little bit. Get a little bit more personal for your fans. Five right. fast facts about the hunt. So this is something you just got to shoot off the same way you did with the uh, the rappers. Anything okay. that you feel like is worth sharing for your fans, say just uh, five five random facts about you. All right, um, I talk about celebrating good times before. Mm. Something that I like to celebrate with, I think most people, most rappers might celebrate with like weed and Hennessy, mm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But um, me personally, I'll just stick with like rum and cigars. I just. You're sophisticated. I, I see a it. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Um, something else. No, that's I, one. I recently lost like 50 pounds. Wow. That's Shout out to big. you. Yeah. In the in the video that was shot a while ago, like when I when I was a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we're gonna see a different you soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've slimmed down a little bit. Yeah. Shout um, out to your health. So that's number two. What you got for number three? Um, I like. All right, um, uh, my favorite place to probably visit is a barbershop. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, like, I mean, everybody has, like, a different spot that they really feel home mm-hmm. away from home. And for me, that's always just been a barbershop for myself. That's um, awesome. It's cool to roast people. Right. Cool <laughs> yeah. I figured that there's something in there that makes you feel cozy. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah. shout out to that. So that's number three. What we got for number four? Um... Just uh, I got my first tattoo a while ago. Mm, okay. I got it. I got it on my stomach. It says "When I was a child." Oh wow! It's part. It's part of a phrase that says "When I was a child, I spoke like a child and thought like a child." Mm. But when I be, but when I became a man, I put childish ways behind. Right. Is that biblical? Uh, some people have said it's biblical. Some people say it's in a song. I just knew it as a phrase. Right. I don't know where it's from. Okay, because I'm like, it sounds like uh, I grew up in church as well, so it sounds like something okay. I read in the Bible. It was like, wait, is that biblical? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anytime I tell people, they bring that up, and they also, I knew, I just knew it as a phrase. Right. I liked it. Um, Definitely. But I need some, I need some more ideas. You know, Definitely. I want to be, I want to be like, whatever, Chris <laughs> Brown and Bieber tatted, but I need some smart ideas. Yeah. That I'm gonna put. 
I'm not gonna put no girl's name on my body. Or an ice cream cone on your face. Ex exactly. I'm not, yeah. Yeah, Gucci Mane. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, one more thing, right? One more thing. Number five. What you got for number five? Uh, oh, I was just once. You know, once I've made it, once I'm married to Nashe. Hey, to Nashe. Yeah. Shout out to Nashe. She just dropped a yeah. single, No Drama with Offset. We need you on that remix. That's what we got to yeah. do. We're going to get you on that remix. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh, yeah. it. I'll, I'll do that one day. Definitely. We're going to advocate for that. So we're going to be tagging Tanache, not just in this interview, but all over your Instagram and anything, any blog that's repost, repost you, we're sending Tanache's at name on that blog, on that post ASAP. So if you're listening, tag Tanache, please. We got to get, we got to make this happen. Get a remix, something. And if we can get him to marry her, even better. <laughs> I love seeing people win and I love seeing people happy. Thank you to The Hunt for dropping in to talk about his new single, Rain, and just talking a little bit about rappers and a little bit about his personal life. We got to know this guy well beyond. This is probably one of my favorite interviews, by the way. Very, I felt very at home talking to you about everything. So I can't wait. And I can't wait to see you win and get a Grammy next year. So this is my thing is I'm pushing the Grammys on every guest that comes on here musically. We got to <laughs> see you at the Grammys next year. That's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Right. Thank you so much for listening and thank you, The Hunt. All right. Anytime. <laughs>